to the switchboard. Um, I'm not sure. I think this is like episode seven or eight, but who cares? Um, but anyway, we're we're back with our topic, and we're back with our co-host, which we introduced in our last episode. Yasmin West. Hello. Good to be here. And she's here today, and we're going to do something we told you we wouldn't do. No, that's not quite correct. I told you once that I'm not political, and I'm not. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm not going to tell you which system to use. I'm not going to tell you anything you didn't already know. But what we are going to talk about is... Politics! Politics. <laughs> but we're going to talk about it a little bit of a different way, because around here, we, we don't care who you are. If, if you're stupid and you're in office, we want you gone. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just it just starts from there. We've we've seen so much over the past couple of years, and, and, and yes, on both sides. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it just doesn't matter. And and people will go, okay, let's just do that. And you're like, don't you want to look at the effects, or don't you want to talk about it, or maybe we should get other people's opinions? No, we trust the science. <laughs> Who's science? Right, <laughs> right. Five guys, nine rats. You know, uh, two years of a study. It was seven mice. It was seven mice, yeah. right. So <laughs> Yasmin's going to kick this off with the introduction of the first topic in today's discussion of understanding politics. And one thing that you can learn from a movie called JFK, uh, which was done by Oliver Stone, which stars Kevin Costner, and we always talk about movies, is follow the money. If somebody's looking to make more money, you know what they do? They go into politics, i.e., what was Bernie worth the last time around? I mean, for a socialist married in Russia, he, I uh, don't know the exact figures. It was like sixteen mil and four houses or something like that. Never held a job other than senator for thirty-eight years. Right. So you know clearly, if you, I mean, all their salaries are public knowledge, so you can go and look that up. And, you know, they don't make a whole heck of a lot. So where's that money actually coming from? Right. right. Some of those guys only make like 350000 a year. Yeah, which is a lot to you and me, but... Right. But you don't think but, they're paying for fuel or anything, right? They're not paying for gas. No, I mean, from an accounting perspective, you can do quite well if you have certain fringe benefits, like having your car paid for and you know none of that stuff is taxed because they're public servants quote unquote and so they're getting a little bit of a boost there now somebody who ends up with millions and billions of dollars i would question you know whose back they scratch to get that and that's all that i would want people to be aware of is that and I, I think we are both pretty much moderate, and we have been most of our life, but I guess that's not a really popular viewpoint anymore. You have to pick a side. And I would beg to tell people, you know, look at each side. Look at, you know, how they make their money. Um, Right, but because, in the 20 years that we've been together, we've been to a number of political events. I mean, I went to a launch party for Barack Obama well, in you, Hawaii, you know, and then we did the, the political events in Rio Vista, and we've been to political And you ran for Rio office. Vista. And I even ran for office and realized that this is just, you know, a complete waste of time because I wasn't selling real estate, 
and the six other people involved in running at the same time were all in real estate. And by getting those positions, they benefited in their real estate practice. Right. So, you know, I, I think people have kind of a rose-colored glass view of a lot of these politicians of, oh, you know, they're, they're saying such wonderful things, you know, they want to help people, and yeah, but they also want to help themselves. Right, and, and that brings us back to, you were talking about helping people, like a doctor or something like that. So uh, yesterday, Yasmin and I were kicking back at the house and the door rings, we're getting ready to go back, go to our karate class. So we got about two minutes, the lady opens the door and she says, I'm here to represent so-and-so. He's a doctor giving up his medical practice so that he can get into politics and help the community. Now, we, we all know how much doctors have helped lately in politics, right? Shaping these mass protocols and, and the way we travel and do all these things. Here's a, here's a profession where we've lost thousands of doctors and thousands of nurses, and this guy who's working on you folks, right? He's your doctor, gets the bright idea that I should go into politics when they really need me the most in my office. Right. Well, and I think now the medical system has been has become highly politicized. And maybe it was always that way to begin with. But um, yeah, I, I would question his motives as well. Right, and so you should go and, you know, before you pull the handle for the guy, because he's got a D or an R or an I or a GP or whatever it happens to be, Maybe you ought to go listen to them, you know, but then, but then we're going to go back to the old adages, how do you know when a politician is lying? Well, his mouth is moving. Well, and follow or the money. Follow the money. Mouth. Yeah, you got to yeah. follow the money, too. So you got to look at who's backing them. You know, what business were they in before? You know, how old are they? You know, maybe were they ever in the military? And don't think, folks, listen, I am incredibly pro-military, but that doesn't mean that they're leaders. We talked about that in the other episode, that, that leadership skills do not necessarily get voted into office hand-in-hand hand with our politicians. Well, and yeah, that reminds me of um, that, that lady in our former neighborhood. She was a rep California representative, yeah. and she held like a little town hall meeting to, to you know, meet everyone in the community and you know, explain what she was all about. And I think we asked questions, we brought up points, she couldn't really answer them. You know, a lot of it was, yeah, it's a problem. And it's like, okay, well, what are, what's your, what's your yeah, plan so to address this? And on top of it, she referred everything back to her staffer, which I found really weird but and especially somebody at her level I mean if you're president of the United States okay maybe you have a staffer to do a lot of things well, for the you the agenda can get pretty full you know people pick on people they're going oh I can't remember where we go next well shoot if you've got you know 600 people shoveling you around a world every day I might cut you a little slack if you're a little earlier, a little later, can't remember an appointment, you know, especially if you're like 84 or 85 years of age. We live in a senior community. You know, some of our karate friends are that age and they're slipping a little. <laughs> yeah, but this lady, I mean, and, well, I, I and I'm not going to say her name, um, but she was a, U, not a U.S., she was a California senator. Right. 
and and she admitted that she didn't know how to send an email. Right, and this was 20... 2018? 2017, we'll give her some slack to say 2017, 2016, okay? What kind of a person doesn't know how to send an email and refers that to their staffer? I mean, this is somebody in the dark ages, right? Okay, so, so folks, we talk about we talk about not being political, but let's say you're on the uh, incredibly positive woke side of the universe in some sort of L or D column, and you want your representatives to be aware of these things. If your representative is incapable of making their own email, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be aware of your needs, well, you know, right. or the How- needs that are getting put forth by their constituents. Just the same as any R probably wouldn't. Because he's waiting for the staffer to come through the door, and the staffer's got what? What's the follow-up question? Well, how does that pull? Right. And so, I see. You know, that kind of was an eye-opener for me, and it kind of seemed like, okay, well, why aren't we electing the staffer? Because the staffer seems to be doing all the work, <laughs> and this person is just sitting there, like some sort of monarch on a throne who can't answer any questions, can't send emails, obviously doesn't know how to do much of anything except sit up there and talk. (laughs) The danger danger of all this is as people become more separated by electronic communication like these individuals are, as our government has grown bigger and bigger and bigger under any president since 1960, we're so huge now that it's like a train headed down the tracks. It's like nobody can slow it down. Nobody can pull the brake because nobody knows which department to call. Well, and yeah, the machine's gotten too big and there's too many people dependent on the machine. Right. I mean, it, it's, and you have industries intertwined with um, particular political interests. I'm not sure we're going to Atlas Shrugged territory, but beware. <laughs> Who's John Galt? <laughs> well, think about it, folks. I mean, you look at, look at it. We talked about coming out of tough times, and these are life lessons. And we're coming up to a set of midterms, and I don't listen to the radio, so I don't hear the political ads. I, I read a bunch about people. I see some signs, and, and then I look them up, and we go in and pay, you know, and pull and pull the handle and go forward and hope that something's going to change. But we're in California. Yeah, our our vote doesn't really mean much yeah. because California always goes blue. But there are certain local yeah and thank, initiatives that are important. And too. thank God that Gavin Newsom, uh, the governor of California, is mailing out ballots to absolutely everybody that's ever been in that building for the last seven years to make sure that you and I get our chance to mail back in our ballot, right? Because we don't want anything to go wrong. It's funny, you know, you and I used to talk about getting up and we'd get up early and we'd go to election day. On election day, we'd go full AM. It used to be kind of our little date it night thing. It was our thing. little date thing. <laughs> and we were reported into a couple of radio stations on what we saw, we were there and what was going on to, to tell them how interested people were because they'd be off season campaigns and nobody would show up And it's just, does the president affect us every day? No. No. 
I mean, this but, inflation, I, that's, that's not just Joe Biden. That's not Joe Biden from today. That's, that's the way they've been voting for the last three years since COVID. I would, supply chain issues. That's not, yeah. Joe Biden doesn't affect me. You know who affects me? My local city councilman. Yeah, yeah. My county supervisor, my precinct captain, my province coordinator, my, my alderman. Those people affect me. I need to know who those dog catcher. You know, if I had a dog, he'd affect me. Maybe I want to know who he is, but, Well, know, and I would even argue that at this point, we need to be having a different discussion. We need to be thinking about moving away from this idea of being quote-unquote ruled. I, I know they say they are not our rulers, they're our representatives, but, I mean, come on, let's be real. They, they don't even know who the people are. They can't well, possibly right. represent right. us. They go to town halls and they talk about, we understand your food bill and your gas problem. When was the last no, time, they don't. When was the last time you walked into a store and saw the difference in the price of bacon or grapes? What was it we saw with grapes yesterday? It was two ninety nine a pound, folks. Three ninety nine a pound. Three ninety nine a pound for organic in a four-pound bag, where it used to be five bucks for two pounds. Do the math. They don't, do, they don't do their own grocery shopping. They don't mail their own letters. Well, some they, might. Let's give them a break. Yeah. Let's say one or two might. Maybe they do it once a year or something like that. Nancy Pelosi said something recently about uh, not driving a car in 17 years. <laughs> wow. Okay, so she's been in one. But, you know, if you're talking about back on the cell phone with your staffer or whatever it is, maybe you don't notice the bumps when you're in the limo. Certainly when you're not in a jet. No. Is your jet, you feel the bumps when you're in your jet? Oh, wait, we don't. Wait, I haven't, I, I haven't had one of those in a while. In a while. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had use of the jets yeah. since 2007. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we, we can laugh about it. But, you know, these people, they talk a good game. And um, they want to make you feel feel like they know what you're going through, but do they really? Take a look at their lifestyle. They couldn't possibly. Somebody who flies around on a jet and is chauffeured around in a limo, doesn't do their own shopping, doesn't send their own emails, well, you know, they don't experience the same problems that we do at the same level. Right, so when Parker Streisand, Woody Allen, um, the situation, you know, Kevin Federline, they you fly know, around on jets, too. Natalie Portman, all <laughs> these people, they do it, and they do the same thing, and they tell us how to live. And, and that's fine, because they don't go in and cast a vote, you know? But but in 60 days, I think it's down in Texas. I'm not really sure, but I think, like, uh, Matthew McConaughey is on a ballot. Interesting. So, you know, are we, are we moving in idiocracy language? Idiocracy movie, folks. Idiocracy <laughs> quotes. Watch out. Um, are we moving to Macho Camachos? It's what plants crave. That's <laughs> <laughs> Brando. Drink Brando. Um, for those of you, we know who, somebody has a can of that on their desk. For uh, those of you who haven't seen the movie, uh, it might be bittersweet to watch it at this point. But part of the movie is they're. Uh, watering their crops with Gatorade and don't know why it's killing the plants. <laughs> yeah, the earth looks a little bad too. Uh, we're going to get to the point pretty soon here within the next three, four minutes to wrap this up, folks. But um, we, mean, we mean this when we say we don't discuss 
politics in the way, but we've talked about life lessons and you're coming up to this election and you're talking about balancing your life lessons that we've discussed or your scalar sessions or your meditations or your yoga classes or whatever it is. And you're about to cast your ballots on something that can affect you for one, two, three years, the rest of your life. So if you're going to go and vote, all I ask anyway, is that read both sides, look, talk to a few people if you want, that's your business. But keep an open mind. These people are not gods. They're not our overlords. Well, and I would say, just to add to that, don't just read what's being presented, but try and read between the lines as well and uh, find out. But look at the money trails. That's, you know. I'm biased as an accountant and former auditor, but um, it's it's true. It's absolutely true. It, it The money trail will re- will reveal truth. Right, and we like you know we like Matthew McConaughey as far as being an actor. He's a very versatile individual. We watch him. We like him in Fool's Gold, Sahara, um, U five seventy one. He does a great job. But does that translate automatically to being a good candidate? I don't know. Oh, it's a pretty interesting drunk. Yeah, uh, we, we saw him in the, in the NASCAR doing this. He seems like a NASCAR. fun guy. I think he'd be yeah. a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah. So, so maybe but I don't know if I trust but him I don't to rule things. State, so I don't get to cast my vote there if that's the case. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the Switchboard. I'm Robert West. And Yasmin West. And uh, Yasmin will be joining us again. We'll probably do a few more light episodes and a couple of movie reviews, actually. Um, and then uh, take it from there. But we uh, very much appreciate our two or three listeners that we got on our last podcast and seven views on YouTube. And again, you can contact us at youtubewestmail.com or you can contact Yasmin at thereikiaccountant.com and all my social media links are there. Terrific. All right, everybody have a, uh, well, it's been an interesting year so far, so let's see how the rest of it goes. All right, have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.